Hi, my name is Queen Zoya Counts, and I would like to welcome you to my podcast, Evil Lives Amongst Us, African American True Crime. Yes, I love true crime stories, but very seldom do I hear true crime stories about African Americans. So I created this podcast to share with my listeners about the true crimes that African Americans commit. So sit back, lend me your ears, and listen to some of the most horrendous crimes committed by My name is Queen Zoya Counts, and I want to welcome you to my podcast, Evil Lives Amongst Us, True Crimes of African Americans. But on this episode, we are going to talk about Gregory Green. Gregory Green is classified as a murderer. The characteristics that they got him listed as, as domestic violence and revenge. The number of victims were five. The date of murders was July 14th, 1991 and September 21st, 2016. The date of the arrest was the same day. He was born in 1966. His victims was his first wife, Tanya Green, who was six months pregnant. His daughters, Kaylee Green, who was four, and Coy Green, who was five. And his stepchildren, Kara Allen, 17, and Chatney Allen, 19. His method of murder was stabbing with knife, poisoning, and shooting. And this all happened in Dearborn Heights, Wayne County, Michigan. In 1992, he pleaded guilty and was sentenced to 15 to 25 years in prison. Then he was released in 2008, pleaded guilty in 2017 for the murders that he committed in 2016, and he was sentenced to 47 to 102 years in prison. So let's go on. According to the Washington Post of March 8 in 2017, it says that in 1991, Gregory Green stabbed his wife in the face and chest, killing her and their newborn child. Then he called 911 and waited for police to come. After serving about 16 years in prison for murder, Green was released on parole with the support of family and friends, including a pastor who lobbied on his behalf and whose daughter he would marry. The pastor goes on to say, Gregory and I were friends before his mishap and he was incarcerated. He was a member of our church and I feel he has paid for his unfortunate lack of self-control and the damage he has caused as much as possible and is sorry. (laughs) Won't they soon to find out? That he was not sorry. Anyway, he goes on to say, if he was to be released, he would be welcome as a part of our church community. And whatever we could do to help him adjust, we would. 
Green was released in 2008 and later married Faith Harris, the daughter of the man that just said all of that stuff, those positive things about Green. They had two daughters, Koi, five, and Kaylee, four. Then came a shocking slaughter. Let's see what this dude did. Now, early in the morning of September 21st, 2016, Faith Harris Green found herself bound with duct tape and zip ties in the basement of their home in Dearborn Heights, Michigan, which is just outside of Detroit. Her foot had been shot and her face slashed with a box cutter. Her two teenage children, Gregory Green's stepchildren, were with her. They were dead of gunshot wounds. She had watched them die. Her two younger children were dead upstairs, poisoned with carbon monoxide. And you know who the killer was? Gregory Green. The same man whose freedom her father had advocated for more than a decade ago. As Green did when he killed his first wife, he called 911 and waited for police to come. He had just shot his family and they were inside the house. Now he's back in prison. He, they are saying that he will be 97 by the time he's eligible for parole. During the sentence hearing, Green wearing a white turtleneck, the, the mother spoke to her children's killer, perhaps for the last time. You are a con artist. You are a monster. You are a devil in disguise. You are now forever exposed. As she stood behind a podium in a Wayne County courtroom and her ex-husband in a dark green jail uniform sat stoically a few feet away, his back towards her. No punishment would be enough for her children's death. Not even torture and death would be justice. And your justice will come when you burn in hell for all eternity for murdering, murdering four innocent children. All because you're insecure. So let's let, wait, hold, hold, hold on. You knew that this man was locked up in prison for murdering his first family. Right? So why would you go and marry him? You put, you jeopardize the lives of your children. For this man that you fell in love with, you even gave birth to two of his kids. So you already knew that he had mental issues. There had to be some signs besides him already doing time for murdering his first family, regardless of what the, the preacher said. And you still married him. They say that she was granted a divorce in December. What prompted him to kill his family and why did he confess? It is unclear. He had been found mentally competent. So they said he wasn't insane. Last month when he pleaded guilty to the charges, he cried as he described what he'd done. And he said, unfortunately, I took the lives of Kaylee, Coy, Chatney and Kara. I shot my ex-wife. I left my two girls in the car, Kara and Chatney, and I shot them. The car was filled with carbon monoxide while the two children were inside and the investigators found duct tape on the muffler of the car. Oh my goodness. He knew what he was going to do. A plastic tube was attached to it. The bodies were later moved inside the house. So after they died, he moved their bodies inside the house. Green also spoke during his sentencing hearing last week and his brief statement was apologetic. 
They were apologetic. I feel bad for how this has deeply impacted everyone. And may God help them help me. So now here we go calling on God once again. Oh my God, I am so sick of this. He was denied parole four times, twice in 2004 and twice in 2006 before he was released in 2008. If the parole hadn't been granted, Green would have been released in 2012. His prison record provide no trace of violence, no hint that years after he would be released, he would could commit crimes more brutal than the first. So they're trying to say his history while incarcerated appeared clean, if not perfect. And records show that although he was unable to explain the outburst that brought him to prison, he nevertheless followed the rules and stayed out of trouble. His parole eligibility report says excellent, good block reports, good past work history. He is respectable to staff and other prisoners. No minor conducts to report. Green had only one misconduct while incarcerated. He was given a ticket in 2002 for getting involved in a fist fight over a television. By the time his parole was granted in 2008, he had completed all the educational programs in prison. He had plans for work once he was released. And during a news conference in September of this 2016, Dearborn Heights mayor summed up the sheer lack of explanation for Green's murderous outrage. It's just difficult to understand the motivation. I just don't understand what happened in this household. I can't fathom this whole process. I just don't understand it. What in the world? Like, we, we they're they're saying that they don't know what happened, right? But Faith Green, she spoke candidly through pain about being forced to watch the slayings of two of her four children, all of whom died by the hands of her ex-husband. She spoke of loss, trauma, and fear she is left with from that horrific morning of September 21st, 2016, when her four children were killed by Gregory Green. She revealed her emotions and details at the sentencing hearing for her 50 year old ex-husband who pleaded guilty to crimes that caused the scene described by veteran law enforcement officers as the worst they had responded to in their whole careers. He had slashed Faith Green in the face and shot her in the foot during his rampage. She said he gagged her and duct taped her and had her wrist bound with zip ties as she saw her husband shoot her older children in their heads. And he poisoned the younger girls with carbon monoxide. Screaming at them in court, telling them you are going to burn in hell. He pleaded guilty to second degree murder and felony firearm. It's in God's hands. He had a nerve to say only God can judge. I'm sorry this happened. God knows the heart. He knows how regretful, how sorry I am. It's not one day that goes by. I don't think of my girls. I pray that God be with Chatney and Kara. I feel bad how this has deeply impacted everyone. May God help them help me help us all. Fuck you. Get the fuck out of here. See, this is what goes on with this Christianity shit right here. Okay. You know, they always think that you're going to go out here, you're going to commit this sin, and all you got to do is ask God to forgive you. This is straight bullshit. You done, you done killed people. You killed your first family. You killed your second family. You knew what you were doing. You made your wife watch. I, it would have been more believable if he would have said that a demon possessed him, something jumped in him, and he had no idea what he was doing. But to sit here and say it's all in God's hands? What the fuck? 
He had just served 16 years for the stabbing death of his first wife, Tanya, who was pregnant in 1991. He pleaded an insanity defense in that case and was ordered for mental examination. He was denied parole four times. But he only got released because Faith's father, Fred Harris, a pastor and civil rights activist, lobbied on his behalf. Then he married his daughter. And they said, oh, you're a con artist. You're a devil in disguise. You are now forever exposed. So it had to take the murder of your whole family to see what he was up to. And she goes on to tell him, I will not suffer as you intended. What you did did not work. While I stand up here trembling with fear, I put on my bravest face to be in the same room with a man who murdered all four of my children, two of them violently in front of me with a gun. He killed my other two babies with the holes that ran from the tailpipe of his car to where they were innocently sleeping. The assistant Wayne County prosecutor, Trisha Gerard, said that Green planned the killings while shopping at Home Depot a week before. He bought piping because he was going to attach it to the exhaust system and he bought duct tape. So he already knew what he was going to do. Faith Green said her doctor has short-term memory loss and suffers from post-traumatic stress disorder and has migraines and nightmares. And sometimes she dreams of the night all this happened and wake up screaming, thinking I could have saved my children somehow. I could have saved them. Then I realized that nightmare is actually reality and that my children are really gone. And I try to find a strength to start my day. Somehow I miss my children so much that words would never be able to explain. Yeah, you could have saved them if you wouldn't have married them. You could have saved them. That's so true because I'm quite sure he was showing you signs. I'm quite sure he was showing you signs about what was going on. I'm quite sure. Kara was a go-getter. She was an honor student. She was a cheerleader. Coy loved to dress up and be the center of attention while her sister Kaylee enjoyed ballet and singing. Gregory Green had been released from prison in 2008 after serving 16 years for killing his first wife, Tanya, who was six months pregnant with their child. He served a sentence for second-degree murder then after his wife was found stabbed to death in 1991. And then he confessed and then he, he did the same thing with his first wife. So what made you think that you was going to be so special? What made you think that you was going to be so special? They still don't know what the motive is. She won't tell. She don't, she don't let them know why he did it. She was living there with them. She won't tell them why he did it. I don't get it. According to one of his friends, he goes on to say, Gregory and I were friends before his mishap and he was incarcerated. I feel he has paid for his unfortunate lack of self-control and the damage he has caused as much as possible. This would not restore the lives that were taken. He would carry that with him for the rest of his life. And that really was not his friend. That was the, 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 the faith's daddy. And then. He goes on to say how he's noticed a great deal of growth and understanding. And if he was to be released, he would be welcome as part of our. See, that's that bullshit. 
That's that bullshit. After he married Faith, two years after he was released from prison, he married Faith on December 18, 2010. Harris's letters do not reveal whether Green knew his daughter before the man's lengthy imprisonment. So maybe that the dad, the preacher didn't even know what was going on. But according to Faith, the relationship was rocky. She sought a divorce in 2013 and again in August of 2016. So could that be the reason why he decided to kill them? Could that be because she was going to leave him? So there was some things that were going on in the marriage. Maybe signs of temper um, outbreaks. And she even said because of his insecurities Maybe he felt like she was cheating on him. Maybe he was jealous of the relationship that she had with her older kids. Or, or maybe he was jealous of the attention that she was giving to the children, period. But, but, in 2010, some new allegations has surfaced against him. He had lost his job. And what people are saying that it's hard to predict a person's future behavior. Sad. It is sad. Like, I really feel like there were signs. I don't care what people say. I really feel like there were signs. Like it, it, if if he was a con or for some reason you were going to divorce him. And so I feel like there were signs, but you just decided that you was not going to pay attention. You, you, you didn't, you didn't pay attention. You, you probably felt like he would not hurt you and he, you know, you were safe and he would not dare do anything to you and the children because your children were teenagers, but there was signs. There are signs. People, how could you do this to your own children? It seems like people are doing it every day. Every and and you got to be careful. Like honestly, truly, y'all better start doing background checks on these people and following through. I don't care how much the love is. I don't care if they sex you like ain't nobody ever sexed you before. You falling in love? If this person, let me tell you something. If I'm dating somebody, if if I find out you you was in prison for killing your whole family, you think I'm gonna fuck with you? Get the fuck out of here! I ain't fucking with you because anything in your mind could snap anything could cause you to snap and like she stated earlier because of his own personal insecurities this is what happened this is what you do in her tooth now I found something really interesting here. It says that in her 2013 divorce filing, Faith Green cited a breakdown of the marital relationship as the cause for seeking a divorce. So you had all the signs there before filing for her divorce. Green applied on February 22, 2013, but was denied. Okay, here we go. 
a personal protection order against her husband, according to court records. See, she knew some shit was going on. Green wrote that her husband was threatening that things are going to get ugly if she didn't leave the house. And then he jumped at her as if he was going to attack her. And this went on for hours. He was belligerent and kicking things the day before she filed for her divorce. He kicked the couch while the baby was sleeping on it. And but she did not contact police because she did not want to leave her house and not be able to get back in. But the court denied her request for divorce based on insufficient allegations for a PPO, a protection order at this time. Mm, 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 mm. Wow. This is crazy. Wow. This is very sad. So in 2013, when you listed all of these allegations to try to fight for a divorce and he told you things would get ugly if you didn't leave, that would, I would have fucking left. If I had to go outside and sleep in a fucking box, I would have grabbed up. I would have left all that shit in the house. I wouldn't have took nothing. I, I probably wouldn't even took my damn clothes. I would have been out. Those are material possessions. He already told you what was going to happen if you didn't leave. They didn't grant you the divorce, but you were so attached. You did not want to leave your house and you had all these kids and you was thinking about what was I going to do? How am I going to do? And then you sitting up here figuring out how you could have saved your children. And I understand being a victim, uh, being, being a person who was, I'm not going to say victim, but being a person who was um, domestic violently, violently abused the things that I went through. I understand that sometimes it is hard to go to, to get out of certain situations, but you put your whole family in jeopardy. All I had was, you know, myself, but you put your whole family in jeopardy. He, you had a past history of him. You knew what, what he was capable of. He had killed his old fa whole family. He didn't give a fuck about his last wife and she was pregnant. He served 16 years in prison. Your own father wrote a letter getting him out. And then now you want to call him a con artist, but you married him in 2000 and what in, in 2008, something like that. And then you turn around and you file for a divorce in 2013. And you're talking about how he's threatening you and all of this other stuff. So you was trying to get away, but you didn't try harder. Cause, because he was hiding his true self and this is what happened. So now you have to live with this for the rest of your life. And I know it's difficult and I hope you work it out and I hope you learned from your mistakes. And no, you know, some of y'all that's listened to this podcast may think that I'm being very cruel and I'm not showing any type of, you know, I'm not being sympathetic and all. No, I'm not. I'm, I'm really not. Because all of those lives could have been saved. Those children's lives could have been saved back in 2013. He told you if you didn't leave the house, things was going to get ugly. So shit continued on. It got worse. It got worse. So, Gregory Green, 
convicted of murdering two families. What the fuck? Thank you for listening to my podcast. Evil lives amongst us. True crimes of African Americans. Peace.